highly profiled entrepreneur, executive, and elite matchmaker for the last decade, but it hasn't been easy. My story of entrepreneurial success is one of staggering obstacles I've had to overcome. From not graduating high school to having no financial resources when creating my first company, to losing my sister and best friend to cystic fibrosis. I was able to overcome these struggles to launch and scale numerous companies. As a result, I've had the opportunities to work with some of the world's most inspiring people, and I wanna share them with you. This is Mind Your Business. Today, I chat with my friend, Pat. Pat is an automation ninja in web development and marketing and has built over 550 websites. Pat and I have known each other for a number of years, and he taught me so many tricks along the way that really helped me grow and scale my different businesses. He's a wealth of knowledge from search engine optimization, utilizing my network for affiliate marketing, to just tips on best practices with navigating the web world and online marketing. He has created residual income from affiliate marketing where he doesn't have to work anymore if he doesn't want to. His clients and business partners combined have over 18 million followers on social media and have generated well into the tens of millions of dollars in revenue. We talk affiliate marketing, how to make money from your laptop, and monetizing just about everything. Okay, so excited to welcome my friend Patness to the show today. He is from SMB Master and the upcoming blog school. Welcome, Patness. Thank you so much for having me, Emily. <laughs> so we met a really long time ago now. Yes, I think it's been uh, over 10 years. Yeah, so. I think so. It would have been... Well, when did, you, when did you start your business? I started it in 2009. So yeah, so yeah, 10 years. <laughs> yeah, 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. We met at Paul Busetta's studio. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, <laughs> of course. Man. I remember the whole movement right from the beginning. And so back then, I think you just straight... You just were purely web design, right? Yeah, back then I was, well, no, that's when I was getting into affiliate marketing, but I was mainly doing a lot of web design and uh, branding, a lot of business cards and, you know, a lot of print stuff back in the day before web kind of took off. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so then now you've kind of just transitioned into mainly affiliate marketing? Yeah, so now pretty much, you know, I've been developing websites for the last 10 years, but now I pretty much stopped taking on clients. I no longer trade time for money and I only work on my own websites, which now generate a residual income for myself through affiliate marketing. So tell us a bit about what affiliate marketing is for people that, are, that have no idea. So affiliate marketing is basically you selling other people's products and earning a commission for it. So whether that's a physical product or a digital product, you know, Amazon, for example, Walmart, they all have affiliate programs where you can get tracking links, right? Where if you place those tracking links on your social media or in an email you send to somebody or on your website, if somebody clicks that link and they end up buying the product that you're referring them to, you make a commission from that product. Now, I specifically deal with digital products. So I'm an affiliate to a lot of digital courses. For example, you know, Tony Robbins or the Marie Forleo's or the people out there that have these crazy $2,000 courses, right? Mm -hmm. They pay their affiliates a $1,000 commission. Wow. So if I send an email out to everybody and say, hey, Marie Forleo's school's coming up, you know, and people click it and they join, I make $1,000 per person that clicks my link and joins her school. So is this personal connections you're sending this to? No, it's personal connections. It's website visitors. I have a lot of websites that have a lot of keywords where people are, you know, Google searching things, finding my websites. I'm explaining the product where they click my link to go purchase the product. That's just one of many, many ways. But, you know, it's a whole mix of, of you know, links from websites, links from emails that I send out from my CRM. 
Um, I try to stay away from, you know, personal friends and family, to be honest with you, because some people are kind of weird and about, you know, you sending them an affiliate link. Again, as an affiliate, you always need to disclose that it is an affiliate link and you do make a commission if somebody does click it. But is that, that the means, law? Yeah, that's basically <laughs> the law. Like, like legally, you're not allowed to say, hey guys, you know, this product's awesome. It's great. Check it out without saying, if you click and buy it, I will make a commission. Legally, mm-hmm. you need disclaimers on your website or in an email or wherever you do have your affiliate link placed. Oh. Yeah. So, so what would somebody expect to make from affiliate marketing? Like, is it a good job for somebody? Or is it more for people that that's sort of a side hustle or? You know, it's it usually starts for people as a side hustle as they mm-hmm. start learning the tricks of the trade. But I've met people that literally make tens of millions of dollars a month. Wow. Affiliate marketing. Yeah. Like I've been to some big affiliate conferences. Mm -hmm. Uh, We call those guys the whales. Uh, (laughs) And they're big, big affiliates to a lot of big programs. You know, you know, the matchmaking space, since you Mm -hmm. you have, you're in that, in that space, there's a lot of affiliate marketers that send leads to matchmakers. And I've met some of those guys who are making, you know, 300,000 a month, just being an affiliate to matchmaking companies, sending them leads. Where would I find some of those people? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I guess, you know, we could get into that after, but I guess for the podcast, for the listeners, it's, it wouldn't make sense. But uh, hit me up after and I'll, I'll give you some reason. If somebody is a business owner and they want to find affiliate marketers, where would they find them? Well, there's a lot of, I would say forums on Facebook groups. Like there's a lot of groups of people oh, teaching affiliate marketing online. But if you, if you want to kind of become self-taught, I would, again, like my school's coming. It's not ready yet. Otherwise, I would say check out my school because I think it's obviously going to be the most awesomest. Mm-hmm. I'm going to join. Might be a little biased <laughs> there. <laughs> but, you know, there's a lot of people teaching online uh, right now. But there is a lot of cool sites like, you know, the ClickBanks out there, uh, Commission Junction, Share Sales, where you can sign up for free. And they're like affiliate marketplaces. So ClickBank, mm-hmm. for example, you could join. And they have, you know, thousands of products on there and ClickBank will give you your own affiliate link to promote any of those products that you want. So you don't need to talk to anybody. You don't need to ask permission. You just create a free ClickBank account. You start grabbing links and you start, you know, marketing those links online. Are you selective with the products and services that you promote? That you? Yes, of course. I would never promote a product that I think is stupid or that I don't believe in. Typically, if I am going to promote a big product, something that's higher ticket, I will purchase it myself and go through the whole product to make sure that it's something I will back because I don't want to put my name on something that's shit, right? Because, Mm -hmm. you know, I have a big CRM with a bunch of emails and I want those people to build trust in me. I want them to know that everything that Mm. I'm going to promote to them is going to be awesome, that they're going to benefit, that it's going to actually help them make a change in their life. I don't want someone to waste a thousand dollars on something that's just garbage that it's not really going to help them and just puts money in my pocket. You know, that's not the right way to make money and that's not a good long-term Mm-hmm. You no know, plan. Like you'll be, you know, the word gets out fast if you're promoting bad products. So. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of what people that are a little familiar with affiliate marketing have the idea that it can be a bit scammy. So exactly. Just- uh, yeah, unfortunately, there is a lot of scammy kind of black hat affiliate marketers out there mm-hmm. that ruin it for a lot of the legit marketers. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you got to be careful with some of the, the shady, shady ones. You know, there's a lot of shady movements. On there. Yeah. <laughs> so like as a business owner, why would somebody want to pay an affiliate marketer? Because I know you're saying that, that some of it is 50% commission. So I mean, uh-huh. if I'm selling something and it's, it's $2,000 and I'm going to give $1,000 away, why would I want to do that as opposed to 
taking that $1,000 and spending it on, say, ads and building my own mailing list? You know, that's a super great question. So I would recommend to people to do both. I would okay. say, you know, run your own, because, you know, there's billions of people in the world, right? Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. Like if, if you spend, say, a million dollars on ads, you might reach, you know, five, 10 million people, mm-hmm. but without an army of an affiliates promoting you, you know, like you're not reaching more than what your ad spend is. So when you have affiliates, now you're reaching maybe 20, 30, 40, 50 million people because wow. some of those affiliates might have big followings or they might start running ads for you. So it, it's kind of like you want to have both of those going, right? So there might be some overlap, you know, some affiliates might steal a commission from somebody that mm-hmm. already follows you. Mm-hmm. So that's just kind of the nature of the beast, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's like if I said to you, like, say you had a program, say you had a program teaching people how to start a business and it was two grand, right? Mm-hmm. I said, hey, Em, if I send you a thousand customers, would you give me half of the money? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? Yeah. Why, yeah, like, why not? It's like mm-hmm. free money for you, like for mm-hmm. doing no work right? Mm-hmm. Ads, you got to get into the spend, you got to run ads, you got to spend the time getting into the ads, seeing what works. So affiliate marketing is a great way to literally do nothing and acquire customers. Well, it seems like it's more risk-free too, instead of putting the money up for ads where exactly. you might not get exactly. it back. And you also don't have to, yeah, you don't have to front any cash. Exactly. It's just literally like just free money for you if people promote you. Right? I wonder if they convert better than traditional. Well, you know, affiliates convert well, especially if they have an email list or if they're mm-hmm. an influencer, because a lot of people tend to take suggestions from influencers, right? Like mm-hmm. if you look up to somebody online and they suggest, you know, a piece of software or a product or something, mm-hmm. most likely you're going to check that out and see if it's for you because, you know, you follow that influencer and you, you like them, you trust them. So it's not like, you know, affiliate marketers are just going out there and, and sending this affiliate link out to people they don't know. Most good affiliates will already have a list that trusts them or a following that trusts them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know that there's a quote that I love from Mark Zuckerberg, and it's like, nothing influences people more than a recommendation from a trusted friend. Mm-hmm. And it's true. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I'm far exactly. more likely to look into something that I, you know, say you posted an event or somebody yeah, that I follow as opposed to just seeing a, a, an ad on my computer. Exactly. You know, like, like say it's like me and you, you know, I've helped you build some of your websites over the years. Mm-hmm. If I recommend a software for you to use to do something, you're going to be like, Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Because you trust me. You think that hey, I know that you know I mean, what you're doing. Exactly. Now some of those softwares might have had affiliate links where I'm saying, okay, M, hit this link, grab it. And boom, I made a commission. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but again, it's not like I'm promoting that to you just because, you know, I'm going to make that commission. I'm promoting it to you because I think it's going to like effectively help your business, right? Mm-hmm. It's a win-win for everybody. Kind of. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. yeah, back to just making it so important that you're promoting the products that are actually going to be beneficial to exactly. your, your network. And so you don't lose that credibility. Exactly. You know, especially if you're an influencer, right? Mm-hmm. You definitely don't want to hurt your reputation by promoting something. And, you know, FTC right now, Federal Trade Commission, they're cracking down on people, especially YouTubers. So, because, a lot of YouTubers have sponsored posts and they have things in their videos and they don't disclose that they got paid to promote that program. And wow. FTC is going to be cracking down and fining YouTubers up to $42,500 per video where they, wow. they don't say that it's a paid promotion. Yeah. yeah. So it's a big movement right now. A lot of people might get smacked with some big, big fines for not following the rules. Mm-hmm. So do you, you diversify sort of what you do, right? You're not just straight affiliate marketing. 
No, of course. I have a hosting company. I'm a business partner for a lot of influencers that have millions of followers, and I've built their membership websites, and I build their sales funnels, their mm -hmm. CRM architecture, and I automate all their marketing processes, and I take a piece of, of the profits. So I do, I do a whole bunch of weird things. I'm developing <laughs> software. I'm developing WordPress plugins. I'm developing, launching my school in January 2020. I got all kinds of weird ventures happening. Yeah, I remember you taught yourself how to do all this stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Just Google, you know, like I, I went to school, uh, George Brown College and graduated 2003 for graphic design and digital mm -hmm. media. And I was just building, again, a lot of logos, business cards, a lot of print stuff, branding companies. And then, you know, software slowly took over the graphic design industry and it was very hard to make money. And then I got into websites and I realized, wow, instead of, you know, 50 bucks, 100 bucks for a logo, I can make a thousand, two thousand, five thousand to do a website. So mm -hmm. I started building websites and over the years, you know, every client used to ask, hey, how do I do this? How do I do that? Can I add this to my site? Can I add mm -hmm. that to my site? And I was always like, yeah, of course. But really, I had no idea what I was doing, so I had to go figure it out, right? <laughs> so now, I've just built every kind of website there is. I could literally just build any kind of business, like, super fast because I've, I've done it all now, so... You could probably build, yeah, any type of, of business from any genre because you've been exposed to so many different... Yeah, yeah. anything. Like, I don't really do this anymore and, unless it's kind of like a referral of a friend or family, but I had this thing called a one-day smash where I charged 4500 bucks to sit with me for the day, and I would literally build your whole business in a day. Your logo, your branding, your website, hook it up to a CRM, automate your marketing, get some Facebook ads going for you, get your Facebook pixels and tracking links in there, analytics, like the whole bit. You know, like you get the works in that one day. So a lot of agencies, you know, they, they take four to say 10 weeks to build a site for someone. I could do it in a day, right? Yeah. Because I know all the components. I don't need to outsource anything. So That's wild. And so your new blog school, yeah. what will that entail? So build a blog school. It's basically going to be a guide for people to learn how to create a residual income from becoming an affiliate marketer and selling mm -hmm. digital products online. So it's built for people that have from zero technical skills and mm -hmm. no money to people that do have good technical skills and are fast learners that do have some money. So depending on what level you're at financially or technically, it's going to be a resource for everybody to get started in the affiliate marketing world. And it's going to teach people how to create a life of freedom, you know, how to literally build websites that will make money so you can free up some time and start living life a little, a little more fullest. Kind of like what you've done. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, I'm sitting here right now in Colombia, and, you know, I'm from Toronto as well, and, and I don't live in Toronto in the winters anymore. I get to leave now for six months and go explore the world and do cool shit, right? Yeah, that's amazing. The dream life. Yeah, like, you know, I like, and residually, you know, like, I, I make more money than I'll spend traveling. I get, I live in cool places, I travel wherever I want, whenever mm -hmm. I want. And, you know, I know that every month more money is going to come in than I can actually spend on these mm -hmm. adventures, you know? And it's crazy because like, like I'm kind of retired, like in a way, but I'm not because I have all these crazy ventures. So I still, you know, work a lot and do a lot of cool stuff, but I really don't have to anymore if I didn't want to. Like if I just wanted to shut down everything and not do anything again, I would, my residual income grows and grows every month, you know? I wouldn't have to do anything if I didn't want to. But I do have a passion to help people out there create this kind of lifestyle. And that's what still drives me to keep on building all these ventures that I'm on. Some of the things like you've always been very helpful to people. Like you've, since I first met you, you're always offering to help people. And I think For in sure. turn, you know, people always want to help you back, which sure. was one of the things I always admired about you as a business owner. I mean, when I first met uh, you, obviously you helped 
build Femme Fatale for me, our yeah, website. Right. I'd hired this girl and she was doing a terrible job and taking forever. And I remember you said, well, where's your website? When I said, oh, I have a business. And I was like, oh, she's working on it. And you're like, well, I'll do it for you. <laughs> and I remember yeah. you, you said yeah. it, you, you'd do it for a thousand. And I was like, oh, I, I think I told you I'd think about it or something. And I remember being like, I could never afford that. And then yeah. you're like, you know what? I'll do it for you for free. <laughs> I'll help yeah. you out. I, yeah, I remember. I, I remember you Yeah, came into Paul's studio and then we were yeah. going to build a little business together. And then I just decided, Hey, I think this girl's going to be a boss. And, you know, I like people that have drive and motivation and good vibes. And, and I, I like helping those people and, and helping them get started. But, you know, if you weren't so cool and chill and driven, like, <laughs> yeah. I probably wouldn't have offered that, you know? So. Which was so amazing. It's all you. It's all and, you. S- and so lucky for me. And yeah, you've always taught me a lot of different tips. And I think that's why, yeah, yeah people are so, it's a great example of, of just how to run your business because so many people would be open. If you ever came around and wanted help or referrals, so many people would be jumping on that. Oh, for sure. And, you know, now that I'm launching my school, all these people over the years that I've helped, uh, you know, for free or helped do a lot of things, Mm -hmm. like they're all dying for me to launch a school so they could be my affiliate. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I've never asked anything back from people for doing things for free, but now that my school will be ready, now's the time I'll reach out and say, Hey, you know, like they don't have to be an affiliate, but hey, you know, I'll hit them up and say, you'd like to be my affiliate. Here's what I'd like to offer you. And uh, let's go from there. I think it's a good general knowledge for pretty much anyone to take. That for course. sure. Oh, for sure. It's like, again, it's, you know, there's in the free version of my school, mm-hmm. you're going to learn more than what some people charge $2,000 for courses. You know, like, again, because I'm an affiliate, like there's to start an online business, you need certain things, a domain name, a server, certain software that's going to automate things for you, email marketing. And I'm an affiliate for those things, right? So Mm -hmm. I would rather have a free school that's going to help way more people get started because I'm going to make commissions from them using the software. I don't want to Mm -hmm. charge them $2,000 and then make commission. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I make my own money in other ways. So I'm thinking of this more as like a help people achieve freedom, not so much help my bank become bigger. You know? mm-hmm. I remember back in the day when we did start building your website, we met at an <laughs> internet cafe. You remember that? Yes. Old, old school stuff. Sure born. Internet cafe. We started up your first blog and I remember saying, okay, Emily, here's what you got to do. Every time you do an event, you got to create a blog post and post pictures of that. Yes. And threw it up. And then I remember it was like about three months later or something. I went to check your website out and you had like 90 blog posts and you had all these <laughs> crazy pictures and you were like, hi, oh my God, all these people are calling me and you were just everywhere. And I was like, man, I wish like all, everybody I built a website for put in the effort that you did because you know, you, you put in all that work, you got the pictures, you did the blog posts and you started getting the phone ringing nonstop. I remember you mentioned like different free things I could do. So as soon as you said that, and I was inspired by the fact that, you know, you had taught yourself so much stuff. So I was just like, I'm going to figure it out. And so then I started learning about search engine optimization and how to do that with the blogs and how to do, you know, do that with the photos that you upload and everything. So everything I did was SEO, 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 sharing it, building the social followings and anything that I could do for free in the free marketing site and building the email list. So how did you build your email list? So I have a lot of crazy SEO keyword domains where I, I quiz people. So for example, like I don't want to publicly share them because marketers out there can like steal my strategies and my ads and my keywords and all that stuff. But basically what they do is say I'm targeting people that want to start a new fitness journey, right? 
right? Mm-hmm. I would kind of quiz people and say, hey, uh, we're here. This site is here to guide you on the best program online to help you with your specific goals, right? Mm-hmm. So I'll ask them a series of questions. What's your age? What's your goal? How much weight do you lose? Or do you have to lose? What has stopped you from losing weight in the past? I ask them a series of questions where once they give me their email to collect their results, they go into my CRM and based on their answers, I start sending them emails that are going to guide them towards programs and things that are going to help them for their specific situation. And then of course, programs I recommend, I'm an affiliate to, right? Mm -hmm. So I run a lot of ads and I have a lot of keywords on sites that all lead to those quizzes where those quizzes just collect emails every day and pump people into my CRM, which where from there, the CRM starts doing its automations and starts sending them information to keep guiding them. And these people that end up in my CRM, they're, they're getting information for like, like years. Like mm-hmm. it's, I have hundreds of emails in the automation that just keep going out. And if people unscribe, cool. Unsubscribe, cool. Because it costs me no money, you know? Mm-hmm. But that's like where majority of my affiliate income comes from, is from all my CRM automating a lot of processes. How do other people build their email lists? Well, there's a lot of different ways. The most popular one, of course, is having your own website. and mm-hmm. having That's how I built mine. Yeah, you know, different things, pop-ups or just email collections right on the website. You know, now social media, Facebook, all that, you could have email collection options right on your page. On, uh, on social media, you can? Yeah, like say, say Facebook, you could have like you use, you know, whatever CRM you use, they usually have, all of them have integrations with Facebook where you could have a tab on your Facebook page that says, oh, that's uh, very cool. subscribe. And then, you know, people can, you can collect emails right through there. But again, right now, like the best way to collect emails is is through you know quizzes. I think because quizzes give people that that vibe that you're going to get a very customized response based on their specific situation versus a uh, hey, just give me your email and everybody that signs up here goes gets the same information. Right? Mm-hmm. Like if I said to you, hey, I'm like give me your email, I'll teach you how to build a business, or you came across a page that said, hey, Emily, are you trying to take your business to the next level? Take this quiz, and you said, hey, okay. I'm 10 years in business. I make this much money. I'm trying to scale. I'm trying to learn more about Facebook ads. And then it said, give me your email mm-hmm. and we're going to guide you based on what you need. That's going to convince you a little easier to say, oh, okay, this sounds like exactly what I need because I've already given them this information and now they're going to give me a customized response, right? So those convert way more than any kind of just standalone page that just says, give me your email and you'll get this guide that every, anybody can get, right? But the average person would they, I guess, how would they do that? Would they just, they would build a landing page with a quiz and. Yeah. Like there's a lot of, uh, you know, software tools out there. I particularly like thrive quiz builder. It's a tool in thrive theme suite Mm -hmm. and it allows you to, again, even if you're non-techie, they have a very simple walkthrough that helps you get a quiz set up and, and kind of rolling. Yeah, like, you know, this is a topic I can talk about forever. (laughs) You know, like I have a whole course in the school that's going to come out. I think it's about two hours of video. And it's going to show people step by step how to get started and all the different options that are available to collect emails. There's literally Mm -hmm. hundreds, hundreds of ways. So, Do you think it's still worth it for people to hire a web designer? Or do you think with the different programs that are out now, like Wix and stuff, that they could just do it themselves? So again, I'm a WordPress developer. I'm a big fan of WordPress because mm-hmm. one, it's, it's, you know, you host a WordPress site on your own server, which means mm-hmm. you own the content. You could, you know, expand on your site however you want. If you use something like Wix, you know, if you're absolutely non-tech savvy and you just do not have any desire to learn how this stuff works, then yeah, go with something like Wix, Squarespace, just 
boom, it's done for you, ready to go and start rolling. But if you want to do it the proper way and build a business that's going to have longevity, mm-hmm. WordPress is the only thing where you own your own data, right? Mm-hmm. And you're not limited to what Wix gives you. Let's say, say you have Wix and you want to add a certain type of automation or, or function on your website and Wix doesn't have an app or an add-on that allows you to do that. Then you're stuck. You just can't do that on your website, right? Where WordPress, mm-hmm. there's hundreds of thousands of probably millions now of plugins that can extend the functionality of your site. Mm-hmm. If there isn't a plugin that exists, you could hire a developer to cheaply create that functionality for you because it's open source software, which means it's free software that's built by a community of developers. So anybody has access to the code so that you can build any kind of customization you want. Well, I know that I hired a company to rebuild Femme Fatale two years ago because you weren't taking on any projects at that time. Mm-hmm. And they took the site off of WordPress and now it's just been awful. I haven't been able, because I don't know how to use it. It's a custom build platform yeah. and I just find it's impossible. So I'd never update things on it and you know, our SEO is dropping. So I really need to get that moved yeah. back to WordPress because WordPress is just so easy and it's, there's a million tutorials online on how to do anything. So I've just found sure. it. It's the best for, for me. And I, I did try to build something on my own once on WordPress, but I think I had sent it to you. It was, it was terrible. You were like, I think it was when we were doing FFPR. And you were like, oh, okay, yeah. what yeah. did you do here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I hate. But the thing is, you tried. You got in there and you tried. You know, that's, that's what you got to do in the online world. You got to always mm-hmm. keep learning and, and keep going. You know, and, and that's why I'm super excited about my school as well, because I don't feel that there's like a really good school out there that's teaching people you know, exactly what they need to do to get started without all the fluff, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say, hey, here's a million options, choose one. I'm just going to say, do this, do this, do this. Like, you should have your website up and running within hours, you know? Um, and I do have an option where I'm going to have a done-for-you website where someone can access a file where they could import it to their WordPress install and bam, a whole website's done. And then they just got to, you know, change up the text and the pictures on the website. Hmm. So it's going to be super, super simple so excited to get it up. I feel it's really going to change like the lives of like millions of people out there. And I think it's going to disrupt the market. Definitely. How long have you been working on it for? Well, you know, it's the initial idea came about six years ago and I've been constantly working on things and changing the idea of it. And it's just mm-hmm. been getting bigger and bigger and bigger of a site. But I, you know, I just wasn't comfortable launching it yet because I wanted to make sure I had a product that was really going to like I was super confident that it was really going to help people get rolling fast and very easy. You know, and up until now, you know, there wasn't software available to really automate everything, mm-hmm. right? And now, even as a non-techie, there's, there's ways where you could just be up and running so fast. And, and I feel like you know, my teaching skill has evolved over the years from working with so many people and building so many sites that I know all the you know, corners and everything that someone's going to ask. So I'm able now to deliver a very superior product that's going to help everybody of all So after they take the course, you, you'll be able to build a, a blog from scratch or a exactly. website? Anybody, yeah, anybody should be able to, like without any help hiring anybody, mm-hmm. be able to get up and running with any kind of business idea within, you know, hours. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, not even minutes, like even, you know, like one, once you build one site, there's an easy way to start cloning that site across to different domains if you have different business ideas, if you want to build different types of websites. So could they start doing that as, as a job, become a website? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, actually, 
I actually do have a course in the school that's how to become a WordPress developer. So if you do want to oh, learn like cool. super ninja things, yeah, mm-hmm. then definitely going to be. That's more for if you're techie because there is a lot to learn. Like it's one thing to have a website that looks pretty. It's mm-hmm. another thing to have a website that functions and automates mm-hmm. a lot of marketing processes. Now, again, like you asked, um, you know, do you need to hire a web developer? If you really want to get super ninja and automate everything and make sure that you didn't miss anything, yes, definitely hire a web developer. But if you're willing to learn and just kind of take the time to, to learn it yourself, then yeah, no problem. Like, like go off on your own venture, start building it on your own. And there's always space to have a developer come in to take a look at what you did and, and modify it from there. But the it's handy. To just, yeah, even have like a, a running knowledge because when things go wrong, like on the, on the weekend or something, your site crashes or something, it's good to at least know how to, you know, basic things to get it back up and running. Yeah, exactly. So, but nowadays, like, you know, with WordPress, especially things are pretty solid now with the latest updates and mm-hmm. they've come out with a lot of uh, safety features where if you do have a crash, you know, you should get an email notification now saying, Hey, here's what happened. Here's what you got to do. And as the website owner, you just kind of got to kind of follow the instructions. But, you know, out of the hundreds of websites I've built and the thousands that I've been involved in, mm-hmm. you know, it's very rare that sites crash now. It's pretty, like very, very rare. What are the sites that you, you partner in? Like, what are the big ones? Well, on my site, patne55.com, so mm-hmm. patness, but with fives, I have a, a list of all of them there. But uh, some of the big ones are Elizabeth Lopez, who, you know, she currently has over 2 million Instagram followers and about 2 million Facebook fans. Ben Pukulski, he's another fitness guy. He's got about 2 million Facebook fans. You know, I've built Strong Fitness Mag. We're mm-hmm. over, we're, that's a print publication in newsstands across Canada and the U.S. I built their site, their membership site. They've gotten really popular lately. Yeah, yeah, they're super, super popular. They're huge. Like, their brand is amazing. I think they're going to be, like, a giant within the next giant, giant, giant within the next couple of years. And I think they're going to take over the space in uh, terms of women's magazines just because their brand is so strong and what yeah. they stand for. They should get into more, like maybe diversify because it's just like right now to me, it's like a fitness magazine. But yeah, yeah. The strong woman branding behind it all is very, very appealing. And yeah, you know, that's sure. such a movement right now, female empowerment. They could do for sure. And, that. and you know, one thing I really like about Strong is they never have that message of like, hey, lose weight or like, hey, like their standards isn't being like a skinny, fit person. Yeah. Their standard is be, being strong mentally and physically, you know? So we've had women on our covers in like that are like 55 years old. Um, a woman that had a, is an amputee that had a oh, prosthetic leg. We've got moms. We've had, you know, women of all shapes and sizes, not just mm-hmm. your, your typical fit, skinny fitness bunny mm-hmm. right um so yeah that's like, so again, important now yeah exactly and strong so, strong is like a very popular word in the fitness community now and you know strong fitness made like we have a trademark a registered trademark for strong uh fitness so we are definitely going to be the leader for many many years to come in that strong kind of space and what do you fitness. do when when you say you partner with these people what what do you do for strong so basically, I don't charge them for you know web development and helping them build stuff on their website. But everything that they make in terms of selling you know digital memberships and uh, digitally downloadable programs, I take a percentage of all the money that comes in. Yeah, instead of saying, "Hey, it's twenty grand to build the site," it's, "Hey, I'll build the site for free, but give me this percentage of everything that comes in." So it's in my best interest to help grow the brand because I make more money. 
That's an interesting that you say 20 grand. What would a, a business owner, what should they expect to pay for a website? So again, if you want just a website that looks pretty, that it just says, hey, here's some pictures, here's my services, contact us. Mm-hmm. You should be able to find a freelancer online for like 500 bucks, like max to build something like quick and easy that just looks good, right? Mm-hmm. But if you want to build a good site that has, you know, Facebook pixels, tracking analytics, marketing automations, lead generation, sales funnel development, all that kind of stuff, then a proper designer should cost you around, I'd say five, three to 5,000 at least for someone that really knows what they're doing, right? If you go with an agency, you're probably looking at twenty-five to 75000 because mm-hmm. agencies have to, you know, pay a graphic designer, they have to pay this guy, they have to pay that. It's to go some of them classes. are astronomical. Yeah, you got some, a quote for TrueGlue, redoing TrueGlue from this company a few years ago when we were redoing Femme Fatale. Um, they had done a site that we loved, so we reached out to them and, they quoted us at a minimum of 150000 Yeah, like it's crazy what some agencies quote, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's why, again, like, you know, someone that really knows what they're doing, you should be able to find a developer that can do it for, say, five grand and quick within days, get it kind of going, right? Mm-hmm. But again, someone like that, it's, it's, they're hard to find. Like, like even like myself, I kind of even stepped away from web development because now, again, I have my own sites that make money. So, you know, like say someone like you, people I've worked with in the past, I'd love to help you guys still like keep growing the businesses, but no new people, no more kind of new development, you know, mm-hmm. we all get to a point where it's like, okay, like now we have our own sites that make money. So we don't really need to deal with people and, and clients and emails and, you know, changes and all that kind of stuff. Anymore. So, and you can probably make so much more money, obviously with affiliate marketing, cause you're not exchanging your time. Yeah, Exactly. Exactly. So like, it's a beautiful thing to be able to do whatever you want, whenever you want, wherever you want. Mm -hmm. If somebody wanted to like right now get started in affiliate marketing, what would you say their first step would be? Ooh, that's a good question. Like I've learned from a whole multiple sort, like a whole bunch of different people combined, right? Just from free videos on YouTube. So searching Hmm. how to make money, affiliate marketing. But the Mm -hmm. main way I learned was literally just like, actually doing the things that I was learning. Like a lot of people mm-hmm. watch videos and they're like, oh, cool, I get it. And I understand that strategy, but then they don't do anything. They don't attempt it. They don't try it. They don't build it, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, I just over the years, like would watch a video and I'd be like, oh, boom, deploy. You know, I'd go mm-hmm. out and deploy and launch and try this and try that. And now over the years, all my efforts from trying all these different things have all led to, you know, like I get some e-transfers and I don't even know what companies are paying me. There's just money that just, <laughs> like, you know, money just comes at you from all kinds of different ways. And, and it's, it's crazy. Like I literally have to Google some company names and be like, who, who is this? Like who's mm-hmm. sending you're, me this commission? You know? Laying the groundwork for the future. But. Yeah, exactly. So like, like, again, not to be biased because it's my school, but I feel like my school is going to lay out a very simple game plan for people to learn affiliate marketing. But for now, if people want to get started, I would just say, you know, start learning some introductory affiliate marketing courses from anywhere you find online, YouTube or or Google, like learn affiliate marketing and just try to find some like $10, $20 courses to like start understanding the basics. Is there any people that you, because I know there's a billion courses online. Is there anybody that you recommend? Well, one of the main dudes I learned from was Affilorama. It's a website, A-F-F-I-L-O-R-A-M-A. They were one of the leaders when I was le- uh, learning affiliate marketing. There's a lot of other guys online, like who do I watch on YouTube? John Cristani, 
he's one of the main guys that comes to mind. I, I watch a lot of his videos. He's awesome. Yeah, other than that, I don't know. It's just it's just been a big random mix of people that I've you know collected information from to build my kind of master affiliate marketing game hmm. plan. So start researching. Start maybe looking into those Facebook groups you mentioned earlier. And just yeah, exactly. Learning some trial and error. Just learn, 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 learn. Yeah, like before you invest in like a high level ticket affiliate course, just start mm-hmm. again. Start with a few smaller, even on Udemy. You know, go to Udemy and uh, search some affiliate courses. You could find 10, 20 bucks and just start learning the basics and foundations of affiliate marketing before you get into like the, the higher priced advanced courses and things like that. Cool. And for the business owners, for them to find affiliate marketers, again, they would just join those, the Facebook groups or is there, is there companies that set you up with affiliate marketers? Yeah, there's a lot of companies out there that, you know, you can reach out to that have a collection of affiliate marketers. But one of the best ways that I get affiliates, say, to sell my stuff is I have a landing page that asks affiliates to uh, register to become my affiliate, right? So I run ads and I send a lot of traffic to pages for people to say, hey, here's what I'm offering. You know, I'm offering uh, up to 75. I I offer up to 75% commission. Wow. Yeah, like... And I've had some like big affiliate marketers that have big email lists ask me for a hundred percent commission. What? Right? But, yeah, because it's kind of like say say I have I have three different levels of things people can buy, right? Mm-hmm. Some affiliate marketers to send you the leads want a hundred percent of the first level. So say I have three programs: one's a hundred bucks, one's five hundred bucks, one's a thousand bucks. Some affiliate marketers will ask for a hundred dollars commission of that first hundred dollar sale, right? And then everything I make from them is is in the bank for me because say they send me five thousand people that's you know um, five hundred thousand bucks boom I owe that person five hundred thousand bucks but now out of that five thousand people how many are buying the five hundred and thousand dollar courses or mm-hmm. levels right all of that is literally just free money in the bank and then when you think of it if if you say no to that hundred percent commission then it's like boom those people will just never exist and you'll never get them. Mm-hmm. Right? So some people, like, it depends on their level and how crazy of an affiliate marketer they are, but sometimes you got you to gotta give it up. Do you have to employ different strategies to get them excited about your brands and keep them motivated? Oh, definitely, yeah. Like, like with affiliates, I have all my affiliates on, in my CRM. So anytime there's, like, a big sale or there's a promo, all the affiliates get an email saying, hey, guys, big promo coming up this weekend. And usually, usually when you have promotions, you get a lot more sales, right? So that tells affiliates, hey, my product's going to be a little bit of a discount. I'm still going to give you a big commission. Let's do a big email blast this weekend and see, or, you know, a social media post and see if uh, we make some sales. And what I'll do is I'll give those affiliates, you know, email copy, graphics, things to post on social media. So they don't need to even think about what to write or what to do. It's all done for them. Okay. You know what I mean? So, so for my school, say I said, hey, Em, you want to promote my school once it's live? I'll give you emails to send to people explaining mm-hmm. what the school's about. I'll give you graphics. I'll give you everything. It's just up to you to make sure you put your affiliate link there mm-hmm. instead of just linking to the bare URL. You want to use your affiliate link. Right? So you just make it super easy and lay it all out. Exactly. Super easy. So, and then through the CRM, you can do a lot of automations. Like say I have a thousand affiliates and I send an email out for the promo and only... 300 of them open it. Well, hey, two days later, I'm going to try to email the 700 that didn't open it with a different subject line and say, hey, you know, want to make um, instant money? Question mark. If they don't mm-hmm. open that, 
you know, they'll get another email. So you want to kind of use the CRM to automate things to keep trying to get as much action as possible in mm-hmm. an automated way, right? So you're not sitting there mm-hmm. literally manually emailing everybody. You create an automation in your CRM that kind of engages with the affiliates and starts sending them all this information automatically. And you obviously track all of that and how much each subject converts. And Oh, of course, yeah. Like if you use any CRM or even Google Analytics, if you, if you go get Ninja with Google Analytics, there's a way to build dashboards to look at all your information in one place. What's hmm. working, what's not working. Mm-hmm. What CRM do you use? Active campaign. I use Drip and... Oh, uh, you use a few? Yeah, I have a whole bunch of different CRMs. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, my main one is Active Campaign for myself, right? Mm-hmm. But I use Drip uh, for a lot of the partnerships I have. Uh, Mailchimp for some people, but Mailchimp's pretty expensive. It starts at two hundred ninety-nine a month USD for like the premium version that has all the automations. Ah. Actually, there's a I want, I want to give a shout out to one of my buddies, Adrian. He has uh, created a cool WordPress plugin called Groundhog, and it's basically the first free CRM for WordPress. So. You know, because some of these CRMs get really expensive. So Mm -hmm. we created a plugin that literally is just free that you can do a lot of cool automations and things like that in your WordPress site without having to pay monthly for a big CRM. It has a lot and it's very, you know, feature heavy. So they're still working on it and developing it out, but it's I think it's going to be a beast of a plugin. Wow. Like CRM is great because say like, say down the road, you have like, you know, 50,000 customers that have purchased many different products across many different websites. Mm-hmm. How else can you organize who has bought what and who, you know what I mean? It just allows mm-hmm. you to organize things where say, you know, you don't want to do a big promotion to somebody that already purchased mm-hmm. something. So mm-hmm. say for example, strong fitness make, like we have a whole bunch of print subscribers, right? Mm-hmm. People that pay, pay annually for print. Now, we don't want to email our list and include them in a promotion that says, hey, there's a big discount on a print subscription when they already have a print subscription. Mm -hmm. So the CRM allows us to do things like, hey, let's email everybody on the list, but let's exclude the people that already have a current print subscription. Okay. So it gathers all that info. I mean, we use MailChimp for TrueGlue, whereas like it, you know, if somebody doesn't check out to say, hey, you left your stuff in your cart or, you know, different automations like that. But yeah. No, yeah, I can I can see the benefit with that, especially like when we're targeting for specific things like, you know, Women's Day and things like that. For Obviously, sure. you know, with like Lions Elite, we don't want to be sending that to our male clients or potential clients. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And you know, it is important too, like a lot of the fitness people I work with, a lot of people have different nutrition you know, regimen. Some people are vegan, vegetarian. Oh, yes. Like we don't want to email out a chicken recipe to the vegans, you know? So we use the CRM to collect data and say, okay, email everybody, but exclude people that have a vegan or vegetarian tag, you know, mm-hmm. apply it to their account. So that way those people aren't going to get bothered with something that might disturb them, right? So mm-hmm. again, like every business is different in terms of how you can use a CRM, but there's literally hundreds of automations. There's something I use pretty heavily called lead scoring, where, you know, as people open emails and visit web pages and click links and follow us on certain pages, social media mm-hmm. pages, they get points added to their profile. And once they reach a certain amount of points, it will trigger a campaign to give them a cool discount on one of our products because they're engaging with our business. We want to say thanks, right? So there's a lot of really cool, yeah, things that you can use a CRM to automate, right? So There's so many different different (laughs) things you can do. It just feels like an endless rabbit hole. (laughs) 
Exactly. See, but, but the beauty these days is, again, all this software is once it's built, it's, it's automated. Yeah. Right? So, so once you do create all these things that happen as people take actions on your website, all these things are just magically happening as you sit back and relax. So it allows like solopreneurs to be able to grow a huge business and automate a lot of things without having to deal with, you know, thousands of emails and customer support inquiries because the CRM is handling a lot of these automations. Mm-hmm. So now where do you want to go from here? Well, from here, I think I just want to focus on my school and uh, just start helping people. Like I think uh, next year I'm going to be doing a little world tour and, and doing some big masterminds uh, around the globe with some of my mm-hmm. business partners. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be doing uh, you know, some free workshops. We're going to be doing some paid workshops, some high-level mastermind workshops. And I'm just going to kind of start you know, getting that brand out there. Mm-hmm. Do you want to build I- Patness as a brand? I've been very ninja up until this date. Like I, I don't, know. you know, I don't sleuth. use Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> basically, like you know, I don't, I don't have any. Like I, I post some stuff on a personal Facebook page I have for my family to see. Like because I all go on crazy adventures, like all the time. I got like thousands of pictures that I'll probably start deploying once my school's live. But you know, I really don't want to get into having to deal with emails and all kinds of digital communications. I really want to stay ninja and just automate everything. And, and kind of just help people more in person at workshops and things like mm-hmm. that. You know, I, I really want to kind of remain ninja in a way, but at the same Why time. Why is that? You know, I don't know. I just, I enjoy social media. Like I have nothing against it. But for me, I really enjoy not being online and not staring at my phone and doing things around the world and in nature. You mm-hmm. know? And I feel that building a personal brand, it, it kind of connects you too much to the digital world. And, and that's just something I personally don't want to, really get too attached to. I guess it would be super exhausting being on the phone and computer when that's what you do all the time. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, again, with my school, like, I plan to be, like, super workhorse. Like, I plan to just be online all the time building this thing out because, like, I really, truly feel, again, it's going to help millions of people out there. And I want to be that person that's going to help people create freedom, you know? And Mm -hmm. whether I do end up having to become a public figure or not, We'll see what happens, but I definitely probably will find a lot of ways to automate it and keep my digital exposure to an extreme minimum. What do you do right now in your free time? I've been uh, climbing mountains and going on crazy nature hikes and traveling through the jungle, finding like crazy waterfalls. And oh, no way. Yeah. Who, do you, who do you go with? You have friends there? Well, I, no, well, yeah, I have friends here now in Columbia because I lived here last year for about six months. Mm-hmm. I have like kind of cool communities. I'm part of a couple cool digital nomad groups that, you know, every week they have different meetups and they go on different adventures and things like that. So they're always up to cool things. But yeah, I'm just kind of, I just go day by day. Like I really don't have a schedule. I just kind of, you know, I'm a morning warrior. So I try to go to bed early. I enjoy a sunrise. And but don't you do that practice where you stare at the sun? Yeah, sun gazing. It's been awesome for me. So basically what that is, is, you know, I've been on this crazy health journey in the last few years, right? And Mm -hmm. I I really wanted to make sure that, especially when my school launches, that I'm very mentally alert, very clear, lots of energy. And I started to feel sluggish a few years back. So I made the change and I just started doing some deep research, especially in the natural, you know, in alternative medicine Mm -hmm. um, worlds. And I discovered that sun gazing is something that, you know, millions of years ago people used to do. And what it is, is within the first half hour of the sun rising and the last half hour of the sunset, 
If you just sit there and kind of stare directly at the sun, it does not emit any UV rays, and it gives you kind of a certain healing energy throughout your body. And, you know, when you think about it, if you have a plant in your house, right, if it does not get exposure to sunlight, it dies. So to me, that's kind of proof that the sun does like a lot, give life to living things, right? So yeah, since I started doing it, like my eyesight has been getting a little bit better. My I used to have like a small little headaches from staring at the computer too long. And mm-hmm. that pain just completely went away within a, um, a couple months of, of starting to sun gaze. And, and, you know, I haven't changed anything else. I think so I owe it to, to the sun that, you know, as crazy as that sounds, I just... You're pretty healthy too, though, right? Like you... Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm 30, 37 now. And, you Are you know, 37? I'm, I'm 37. <laughs> yeah, I know. Crazy. You know, a few years ago, I broke my legs and I, and I was a disaster. And I put on about 35 pounds. And I, you know, I just wasn't happy. I was just tired and uh, <laughs> felt gross. And now I'm back to like lean and I'm fit. And my energy is crazy. And you know, I, I, I really adapted to a healthy lifestyle. And I really feel that, you know, being able to travel and live in nature and jungles and things like that definitely help, you know, de-stress and live in a more natural and, and, and feel-good environment. Everybody, it seems, is talking about lately, like microdosing and psilocybin and mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. What do you think about that? I think it's amazing. Actually, uh, there's a mountain here in Colombia that me and some of my buddies climb, and they we literally pick fresh mushrooms off the mountain and eat them. <laughs> and, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's like way out there in rural Colombia. Like you're just way out there in the mountains. Mm-hmm. Like. And, and, um, you know, there's Tim Ferriss, actually. Uh, I just recently came across a video. I didn't know this, but he opened, like, a huge, huge research facility specifically for psilocybin and, and microdosing and learning the effects on the human brain and how it can help people cure anxieties wow. and depression and things like that. Yeah. So, you know, the world right now is, is I think, leaning towards more natural medicine because when you look at the numbers, so many people are getting screwed up by prescription drugs and things. Mm-hmm. And, and people are now realizing that natural medicines out there are helping people reverse diseases and fix problems from the root, from inside, versus just taking a medicine to mask a specific problem. How did you know what mushrooms to pick? Uh, well, there's this one dude that was like the leader of the pack that he's done the trip many, many times, and he's like a mushroom connoisseur. Okay, so you, you had know? somebody so, yeah, that was experienced. Yeah, so he's like, I've done them so many times, so I just kind of put my trust in him and said, "All right, let's let's do this." And you know, I, I love doing mushrooms. I, I don't do you know mushrooms a lot. Obviously, it's not you know I don't do any drugs. Uh, I smoke weed sometimes, but it, it really for me like. It really expands my my brain. Like if, if I'm uh, in, under the influence of you know weed or mushrooms, like my brain goes crazy and I get really hyper mm-hmm. and I, I can focus a lot and I get really active and so many so many of my craziest ideas have come to me while under those influences. Right. So for me, it's been great. Like it, I don't smoke or like do mushrooms and like go on weird bad trips or like mm-hmm. be all mm-hmm. paranoid. It, it, I start, it puts me in a business mindset and I think, oh my God, what if I did this and I did that and I did this and you know, I just started, yeah. like, I was talking with a, a friend the other day and he's the CEO of this massive company. It's a big, huge app. And he was saying that now that's what all the CEOs are doing to help come up with new ideas or different creativity is they're, they're oh, for sh- doing for mushrooms. Sure. <laughs> it's becoming sure. like, like a mainstream like, thing. Actually, back home in Toronto, like I won't say obviously the name of the company, but I went to this uh, meetup to 
to consult for this big corporate company. And they had this like, like a room and there was a huge bong in the middle of the table. And the guy literally <laughs> lit up this bong. He got this like shisha bong going that had weed in it. And everyone was just passing around the, the, you know, the bong and hitting the bong oh and we're all gosh. brainstorming. Like, and I was like, what? Like, I thought it was all corporate. I was there in my suit and stuff. And I was like, I'm taking my jacket off, man. Like, <laughs> it was crazy. Like, yeah, there's, there's a lot of big CEOs, companies out there. Like, again, some of their best ideas and some of their craziest movements come because of the influence that they were under when they thought of that crazy idea. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying all, you know, but I've experienced a lot of, a lot of CEOs that can only function under the influence of something. <laughs> I'd love to get my dad to try it just because he's on, after my sister passed away, he's been on heavy medication, a lot of antidepressants and antipsychotics and stuff because he was just, after losing his daughter, so depressed mm-hmm. and it just get, got worse and worse and worse. So they just kept giving him things and like, then he couldn't sleep. So they gave him medication to sleep and then he couldn't wake up. So they gave him medication for the daytime. And it's like, now he's just on this yeah. string of medication and he's, he's not, he hasn't been himself. He's like a walking zombie and he wants yeah. off them, but he also doesn't want to go back obviously to that intense depression. So if there was something to sort of rewire his brain and kick him back to the man he used to be, I mean, life's too short, but also too, I worry that because he does now have pre-existing you know, mental illness, that that sort of thing mm. might not be, it might make them worse. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I, I did see that they said to, you know, be careful if you have schizophrenia and things yeah. like that. But he doesn't have that button, just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Other. Well, you know, one thing that I did for my recent weight loss journey is I went keto. I decided cut sugars, go keto. And to be honest, I've never felt better in my life. Like, yes. Like I can focus now. Like my, like I got my abs back. Like I'm fit. I'm stronger than ever. Like, you know, again, I'm not saying it's for everybody. Obviously it might not be for everybody, but based on my research and what I've learned, you know, keto is definitely the way to reverse any kind of ailments or problems that one is dealing with. Mm-hmm. and fasting fasting like mixed with keto intermittent fasting mm-hmm. i've been trying to fast lately doing the intermittent fasting but i eat a really good diet i think like i don't have any grains i don't have any dairy well minimal dairy i have minimal sugar like nothing processed i think that my diet's really clean and when I, I notice now like if i yeah, on a weekend exactly. yeah. i had awesome. dairy and the next day i felt awful. I was so tired and I felt anxious and I was like, oh my gosh, it's yeah. just the dairy. Yeah. yeah. Like, like what I would highly recommend for anybody is always doing proper blood tests. Like the only way to really know what you need to do and cut out of your diet is go get, you know, a, a blood test done. Go see if you have any intolerances. Go find out what your blood type is and then eat according to those results. You mm-hmm. know, like, like I found out I can't have apple juice, like apple juice is something. Oh, really? Is, yeah, it makes me all inflamed and crazy. Um, yeah, like who a would blood work showed that. Yeah, like I did. So in Toronto, I went to this place called Red Paw, and mm-hmm. they do uh, all kinds of tests about your level of candida, which is like the fungus in your body, uh, uh. different levels that your normal doctor doesn't test you for. Mm-hmm. And I found out that you know certain things I was allergic to and that I couldn't eat, and you know based on my blood type, what should I be eating? What what is the best for me? You know, so. You know, there's a lot of reasons and, and things out there that you, people don't even think of. But like you just said, like if you consume something and then within hours of the next day you don't feel good, that's probably a sign that you should never consume that again. 
So always listen to your body. I never, I was always tired and anxious for a long time. And I never noticed until I actually cut dairy out and sugar that I was like, oh, okay, this is how I'm supposed to feel. I just thought that was, you know, but I would just. Yeah, no, for sure. Like as humans, we're supposed to be like high energy, like happy people. Mm -hmm. But it's sugar and, and things that have evolved over the years, processed foods that have destroyed people's inner environments and it's made them toxic and start, you know, feeling these, these bad ways, right? You don't take any meds, right? You don't take Tylenol? Zero. No, nothing. Like, I'm the I same way. Take, I don't take Stuff. any supplements, like no vitamins. Like literally, I don't take anything. I mm-hmm. just eat. I'm just keto now. And, you know, I still eat carbs once in a while. You know, if, if I go to a party, there's pizza, I'll pizza. Like mm-hmm. I might not feel the greatest for the next day, but then boom, the next day I just get back on my keto movement and mm-hmm. bam, I'm back to feeling great, you know? So I still do enjoy the, you know, cupcake here and like little snack. Mm-hmm. Here, like very like, you know, maybe once, twice a week, not like, okay, once a day I'm going to have a little snack or something. You know? like, I, so I still do enjoy some things, but definitely, mm-hmm. you know, pretty much I'm, I'm keto for life in my head. Like I just want to live that long, energetic lifestyle of feeling good, you know, and that's what works for me. Yeah, I was reading a new study yesterday about the correspondence between the microbiomes in your gut and your aging and how they did the study with mice and the ones with certain bacteria in their gut aged far quicker, like the ones that had bad gut health, obviously Mm -hmm. had accelerated aging as opposed to those. So like even like as far as like they think it causes, you know, more wrinkles and stuff like that. Oh, for sure. Yeah, the gut is the root of all problems. Like any problem that anybody's facing, disease, I really feel that it all stems from the gut, right? Mm -hmm. But what happens is over the years, a lot of people have like a layer of mucus, like a lining of mucus in their intestinal tract that builds up from, you know, bad diet. And that prevents us to absorb nutrients and vitamins as best as we can, right? Mm -hmm. So when you cleanse and you do these juice cleanses and you like, really start cutting out sugars and you you start to stay very consistent, right? That starts to kind of wear off and it starts to heal your gut and close any kind of openings. Like, you know, a lot of people now know leaky gut, which Mm -hmm. is, you know, parts of your intestines have little tears where when you're consuming sugar and and chemicals and stuff, it's leaking into your bloodstream. Mm -hmm. And that's how people, you know, acne, a lot of skin rashes and things, it it all comes from somewhere inside you. It's not like Mm -hmm. you just randomly got a rash. you consume something that is affecting your body. So the only way to fix yourself is from the inside. You know, no cream or laser will, will ever fix something from the inside. It'll just kind of maybe temporarily mask something, right? But if you really want to get to the root of any problem, you, yeah, you definitely got to work on healing the gut and making sure that it's functioning at as optimal of a level as possible. Yeah. Awesome. So now where can people find more about you? Okay, well, cool. My, my main portfolio to see all the kind of work I've done is smbmaster.com. Mm-hmm. I also have patne55.com, which shows all my ventures and partnerships. Mm-hmm. And then buildablogschool.com is going to be my site that should be ready January 6th. Is the January date that I decided. 6th. Is there a mail list people can sign up to where they'll get a notification? Yeah, if you go to build a blog school, there's just a little link that says uh, get an invitation. It'll take you through a quiz to ask you some questions. And then once it's ready, you're going to be guided based on, again, kind of like I was explaining earlier, 
uh, you'll start to get access to the school based on the answers that you provide for me. Amazing. Well, that's yeah. so awesome. Well, thanks so much for chatting with me today, buddy. Yeah, thank you for uh, having me on the podcast. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Well, I will talk to you soon. All right, Em. Have a great day. We'll talk soon. You too.